Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I'm Steve Wiseman, the Duke beat writer for the Raleigh News and Observer, joined by Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, how are you this fine summer day? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. It's, uh, you know, here we are. We're talking. It's mid to late July as we mm-hmm. tape this. Uh, thought it was time for another summer update for everybody because, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on and it's time for the, another episode of the Believe in Duke podcast, uh, which is sponsored by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has been sponsoring us for a while. We appreciate their support. Um, yeah, we got some things to discuss. You know, uh, John Shires had a couple of press conferences. Uh, I spent some time with him at the Peach Jam in North Augusta. Um, uh, Sheldon, you were out in Las Vegas for the big uh, the Brotherhood uh, get together out there. So um, maybe we'll share some stories from that if you can. That'd be good. And uh, you know, we'll see what's uh, what's happening here. But uh, before we get any further, I will go ahead and. To everybody about Bet Online and about the, they've sponsored our podcast from the beginning, we appreciate them. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V. For your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. So, Sheldon, you know the um, the, the players are on campus now. Uh, they're starting to get some summer some pre- summer practices in. So, um, you know we got some. It's kind of coming together. Um, one thing was concerned about health. Uh, Filipowski seems like he's well. Uh, we talked a little bit about his hip surgery last time, but he seems like he's going to be able to move a lot better on the court than he did before because he got those hips re- kind of redone and. Well, that's they really need him in the middle, don't they? Yeah, I mean, um, I saw a clip with uh, Ryan Young. I guess he's doing a a podcast with the yeah. current players, you know, weekly, I guess. And um, one of the ones I saw was, you know, uh, him and Flip, and he got yeah, they kind of talked about it, like you know, he's like, oh my god, I can't believe you know how much movement I wasn't having, you know, previously, and now I have this, you know, different uh flexibility and movement I have you know, with the hips. So I was like, no way. That's, that's pretty cool that he has that now. And the way he played last year, if he played like that with two tight hips or limited movement in the hips, I, I, I can't imagine, you know, what he's going to do, you know, with, you know, all the flexibility and uh, the movement he has with those hips and everything with, you know, two good hips. So it's going to be uh, very interesting to see how he kind of learns to trust his body all over again. Cause you know, anytime you have any kind of surgery, whether it be small or not, you still have that in the back of your head and you're human. You want to yeah. make sure that, you know, you test it out, make sure, you know, this is still good and then kind of go from there. So hopefully he kind of gets those, you know, so-called jitters out the way now during the summer 
and know that, you know, he could be himself again and kind of hit the season when it wants to start full stride. Yeah, he uh, he should be able to play almost unlimited. Like, I mean, he's been limited. I mean, his hips have been that way for a while. He didn't really know it was a problem, right? You just didn't know. It's just how you grow up and how you go into your body. And now it's like, whoa, okay, I can do this. I can do that. I can do this way. Um, so, yeah, when, once he gets on the court, and I haven't seen him in any of the clips, and I was at a part of a practice um, or a couple of weeks ago earlier this month, and uh, he wasn't clear to go against contact yet, stuff like that. Uh, and at that time, Mark Mitchell wasn't either, but now he since has been. We've seen the clip of him driving and, and dunking pretty good there. So uh, that's a big step forward. And and Shire said, you know, if this was like the season, Flip would be out there playing. So we're just we're taking it very easy with him, he said. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it, make, it makes sense. I mean, you're not really trying to rush anything now. You know, you're not yeah. winning anything right now. So I know, you know, the winter is going to ask you what you have done all summer long. But that's going to be a little bit later in the year once that happens. When we yeah, get that question asked to us for our team and everything. But as of right now, slow and steady, you know, wins the race. You know, we're trying to have the, these guys healthy throughout the whole season. So hopefully we don't go through another situation like last year where we have multiple guys kind of being banged up and being hurt. So I'm hoping that, you know, that's not the case for, you know, the second year of John Shire's era. But, you yeah. know, um, I think it's going to be great. I think uh, <laughs> I wonder if, like, you no know, Flip was out there on the dance floor with my dad. Like, oh, I can. I can move a little bit, you know. <laughs> somebody said, like, oh, you know what? Let me go ahead and drop it down and get my ego on or something like that or so. <laughs> I guess we'll see it count down to craziness, won't we? Right, we'll right. See there what you go. There you, go. <laughs> <laughs> you might be other people hitting up hitting up the surgeon. Hey, man, you put yeah, that in yeah. him? I got the moves now, too. Come on now. Right, right, Hook right. me up. I can salsa dance now and everything. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. So, right. yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's one part of the team. Uh, you know, we saw the freshman on the court a little bit. Uh, I will tell you, just seeing Caleb Foster and Jared McCain in person, they are bigger and stronger than I thought, you know, frankly, they would be uh, when they came in as freshmen. Last year, remember Tyrese came in, albeit a year early. A year early. He was yep. only like 178 pounds, right? And mm -hmm. uh, Foster and McCain are both listed at like 197. So they're – they're solid. They're more, they're closer to Trevor Keels, not quite that much, but closer to Trevor than, than Tyrese. Tyrese had a good year as it turned out, but uh, that just tells you that those two guys both should be able to, to compete in that backcourt with even two starters coming back, Roach and, and uh, Proctor. I mean, they're going to have to have some three guard lineups, I think at times. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I believe so. I mean, I'm kind of thinking about the whole Golden State type, you know, uh, lineup, you know, where you have three guards, whether, you know, be small guards or not, but you can literally, I'm looking at the team's roster, you can match up with anybody where you play small, you can play fast, you can play big, you know, whatever the team throws at us, we will be able to kind of counter that. And that's what this team's kind of been built like. And hopefully uh, we can make shots all year long too. So that kind of helped out as well too. But uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how, you know, John has, you know, these guards, basically, you know, four point guards, you know, yeah. uh, on the team. So it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Cause I'm hoping that it's a situation where, you know, you get hit with the first group and then all of a sudden there's no light up. The second group comes in and boom, get hit again. Like, you know, just like just keep coming, keep coming. Yeah. And we just kind of weigh down. So that's what I'm envisioning for myself. We're watching this team next year, next season is like, you know, we got these guards. Oh, we can let up the next group. Like, nope. Puts right. on the gas still. We still going to keep going. And you can extend that lead during that secondary part of the Correct. first half. You Correct. Know, 
kind of thing and really start burying people. That's what you want to do. And, um, you know, John talked about how he expects them to be a more, a more higher tempo team with that kind of depth to the backcourt, how, and we've talked about this last year's defense was more based on like securing things in the half court, letting lively protect the rim, uh, but not really getting out in the passing lanes, producing live ball turnovers, turning that into easy offense. That's what they want to do this year. They think with this kind of backcourt and they can switch people in and out and keep playing it, that, that, that will help this team be a higher scoring team. And therefore uh, they hope the shooting's better with more passing and things like that. And some of the players, but, but that you'll have higher percentage shooting because you have higher percentage shots. Right. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a fan, that's going to be great to watch. It's kind of like, you know, I'm not a big hockey fan, but the little bit that I know about hockey is kind of like the hockey lineup where you got like five guys coming in, five guys coming out, whatever that type thing. Yeah, I, I can see something like that happening with our our group, you know, with this year and everything. So it's going to be interesting because that kind of it's kind of crazy how that kind of came to my mind because I'm not a big hockey fan, but that kind of <laughs> remind me of like you know how what you know this team might be. And it, I, honestly, I think if everybody comes in shape and stays in shape and, and still are you know be able to be healthy. I think that's what the case is going to be. Like we're going to have guys who come in, coming out, whatever, and that might be better for us in the long run. Where guys aren't playing thirty-five minutes a night, all of a sudden you start playing twenty-two, twenty-five minutes a night. You still get your rest, and still there's no let up, no drop off as each group comes in. So it might be something that you know we kind of keep our eye on, but that might help yeah. us out in the long run. And then we got, I mentioned Blakes and Jaden Shoot, you know, the backcourt too, even deeper mm-hmm, down. Mm-hmm. So can do right. some things and get some, can eat some minutes up. And yeah, uh, hockey, they they do line changes. They they switch the lines. Line change. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that man. Yeah, no, that's change. all right. <laughs> um, but I remember, uh, you know, Kentucky did that in 2015, right? That was their almost yep, undefeated yep. team. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. They would switch out five and five platoon is, is what uh, Calipari <laughs> called it. So um, we'll see, but that, that could be exciting. So uh uh, speaking, uh, mentioned the 2015 year and uh, past Duke title teams. Um, you spent some time out in Vegas at, with at the the Brotherhood gathering. Um, how was that? How was that for you guys being out there all together? It, it was good. I mean, uh, first of all, I would never talk about you know my summer being hot. You know, going out there in Vegas, that right there, 115. I'm like, y'all choose to live here? Like this is ridiculous. Like 115. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you go from inside is super cold, and all of a sudden outside is like burning hot. You know, but, microwave, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as like uh, the the dinner, it was great. I mean, I was I was unable to go the last two years, so for me to go this year, it was great for me to go out there because I feel like it was a little bit bigger this year than it was the last couple times I've been, and it was cool to kind of just see you know guys from the uh, past as well as some guys from, from the current as uh. I, I say current as the guys, you know, the one left the team this past season, mm-hmm. not the ones that's actually you know, on campus right there, but, you know, the guys that's playing in some league. So I was able to kind of, you know, kind of catch a couple of some league games and then kind of talk to some of these guys. So I, I didn't get a chance to make um, the K Academy this year. So it was kind of cool to kind of see some more of these guys up and close and, you know, just kind of talk to them and, you know, even guys in the past that, you know, that was past my generation, but still able to say hello and things like that. So it was, it was a good time. Um, I think it's a, a great deal for us to have this type of, uh, you know, tradition, you know, at, at Summer League where a lot of times, you know, things kind of go away from the school mm-hmm. where you get guys come in and then you won't see them again until something brings them back, you know, to wherever school they go to. So for 
Coach K and John Shire to do this, you know, knowing that's another big opportunity that people go to the summer league in Vegas and have a one night that's kind of like, hey, let's just have dinner and conversate and, you know, converse and just, you know, whatever. So I think yeah. that was pretty cool. So everybody had a good time. Good deal, man. A lot of catching up and uh, you right. know, you're not waiting for, like you said, sometimes people come back for like a Jersey retirement or going into the Duke Hall of Fame, right? Those kind of things, which, right, right, which right. don't happen every year. So no, no, it doesn't. But even with that being said, like, you know, if it does, when it does happen, you don't get a chance to talk to that person a lot. Cause you know, you got that person moving here and moving there. So it's not, you know, his time being back there, kind of hang out and kind of, you know, bond with the current guys. So that's the, that's the other, you know, caveat about it. Cause, we can bond, you yeah. know, even though that we are different eras and different generations, we have one time factor, which is Duke and Coach K and now John Shire. So, yeah. 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 Good. Well, I hope the, um, what was the vibe? Uh, uh, everybody feeling like that the transition is going well, I guess, uh, you know, from K to Shire. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they couldn't feel that way, but it'd be, maybe people do. You just tell me what, what you heard. Yeah, you know, I think everybody was doing well. I mean, uh, I got a chance to, uh, to even talk to, like, Quinn. You know, he took over. I live in Atlanta, so he took over, you know, the Atlanta Hawks situation. Yeah. Um. So having uh, him come back and him kind of talk to us and things like that, you know, it, it was it was good because a lot of people are supporting John, and they, you know, are impressed with, you know, the how the season went his first year and how he was able to overcome, you know, different situations that kind of occurred over last year. But I think a lot of people are excited. You know, uh, we had a chance to see, uh, I, well, at least for me, I had a chance to see uh, uh, Will Avery, you know, who wound up, you know, graduating and mm-hmm. now getting uh, one assistant uh, coaching jobs there. Mm-hmm. So I was there, you know, be able to, you know, kind of congrats, congratulate him as well. Because, you know, he's been around the program, I think, all pretty much all last year while he was trying to finish up with, you know, school. Yep, exactly. So that's pretty cool to, you know, kind of see that kind of go, you know, become full circle for him as well, too. Good times. Good times. Another, uh, Augustus Finest right there, too, because he won the, the right. better plays ever come out of Augusta. And I know you went down to Augusta shortly after that, too. So. I did. I did. Yeah. I'm actually repping some uh, some EYBL gear. Oh, here okay. Okay. There you go. I got into the merch kit. Got me maybe a little purchase okay, uh, okay. while I was down there at the, at the, at the, uh, at the Peach Jam. And Will told us while he was there, a couple of us, that uh, he played in the first Peach Jam Okay. way okay. back in the 90s. So uh, that's when he was driving in there to, to the the Riverview Activity Center in North Augusta. Mm-hmm. He said it brought back a lot of memories, man. He's back there, and here he is. Now he's recruiting for Duke. Now you know? recruiting, yeah, yeah. How, how crazy is that? You get, yeah. uh, you was getting recruited there, then all of a sudden now you're doing the recruiting. So right on, yeah. You know, it, it, it was pretty cool. I mean, I think I did that once, um, my <clears throat> my junior year, and it was pretty. It was a pretty good tournament, you know. Uh, it it's, it normally happens around the same time. I don't know if they still have it. Uh, I did this big time. Which was in Vegas at, during the same time, so when right. I came out, it was kind of competing to you know from each other, or whatever. Uh, but it was a it was a great tournament and watching stuff online, how uh, you know LeBron and Rondo were the coach, and uh, you know everybody kind of being you know a big you know thing about that as well too. So I'm sure it was kind of crazy to uh, be down there because I mean you were there, so I'm sure it was. I was. Of- a lot of people standing around and watching, you know, trying to see, you know, NBA see. players and things like that. So yes, Cooper Flag. Um, everyone to see Cooper Flag play. Cooper Flag. Yeah. And of course, you know, LeBron was there coaching his son, uh, and they mm-hmm. played a game right before Cooper played the next game. And LeBron hung around and watched him. You know, this was the day after he had the triple double with the hey, recruiting, recruiting. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Always right, recruiting. Right. Always, Always closing. Recruiting. There you right? go. So he was there. Chris Paul was there with his team, CP3. Uh, Carmelo came by, Carmelo Anthony. 
Okay. Uh, so it was it was big time. Yeah, it's it's a big event. It always is. I was glad to be able to go back there, spend a few days uh, talking to people, um, you know, talking to recruits, talking to kids that are thinking about coming to Duke. You know, I got a chance to spend some time with the Boozer twins, Caden uh, okay. uh, and Cameron, and uh, Carolina is is recruiting them. They're, that's that's happening. I mean, it's you know, it's. I mean. One one of them is the best player in the country, so I mean, right. I, I would assume that everybody would be kind of on him and everything. So, yep. <laughs> just just the thing that uh, you know, his dad played at Duke and won a championship at Duke, and then kind of <laughs> go across. That's a little bit different, but hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see how, how it plays out. <laughs> I don't think it will happen, but I, you, know, you can't rule it out because it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, never know. They've got a long way to go until they make their decision. But yeah, you know, yeah. Cooper Flag is really, really good. Like he. That's what uh, everybody I, the game That's when he had says. 38 points and 15 rebounds and 12 blocks and six assists was just like. And doesn't doesn't he have the twin as well? He does. They both had the Boozer Boozer twins and the Flag twins. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. His younger right. brother uh, is kind of like same thing with the Boozers, where you got one that's a, like a forward or a big, mm-hmm. and the other one's more of a guard. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, Austin Flag. So he's uh he's like six four, pretty good player himself. Okay. Um, just like Caden Boozer is a top twenty, he's like twenty fifth in his class. You know, while Cameron is number one or two, depending upon what okay. like. Um, so they're not, you know, equal in talent, but they're both division one players that right, right. anybody could take them as a package and be happy with it. I don't get the feeling the flags acted like they weren't exactly like for sure gonna go to the same place. Okay. And okay. and the boozers are kind of leading that way. They're made it making it kind of clear that's what they want to do. And of course, there's no guarantee, but that's kind of what they want to do. And you know, Filipowski has a twin, right? Kyle has a twin that plays in Yeah, I, I would get ready to say that. I mean, it's always interesting because, you know, there's two ways to go about it. Like, you know, one, I want to get out of my brother's shadow type situation. And then there's another one where like, oh, yeah, we've been playing with each other from, you know, peewees. You know, we want to keep, you know, playing with each other until we can't do it no more. You know, that type of thing. So it's always interesting to see how brothers, especially twins, how they uh, kind of go with that. Um, cause the only thing I can think of is like, you know, the Morris twins, you know, a few years back where, yeah. you know, uh, with the Kansas and then all of a sudden, uh, they played together in Phoenix, I believe. Yeah. And they did that, you know, live in the same house. And I mean, yeah. they, they're, they're a little bit extreme. They get matching <laughs> tattoos and you know <laughs> all that type of stuff. So they're a little bit extreme and everything, but it, it's pretty cool um, to see how some twins and how some brothers, uh, how they kind of relate to each other when they go through the stages of life, I guess. And we just said the Thompson twins get drafted in the draft, uh, fourth and yep. fifth. They both went to overtime elite. I think they were overtime elite guys. Yeah. Both from o- o- OTE. Yep, yeah. 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 So anyway, yeah, we'll see, you know, see how that works out. But, um, one thing, uh, so that that's, you know, going forward, we'll see if Cooper, there's a chance Cooper fly could reclass to the 24 class right now. They're, they're all in the 25 class. And I don't see how, Cooper flag and, and the boozers could come together because Cameron and, and Cooper play the same position basically, right? They're both a six, nine kind of stretch four kind of thing. Um, so if, if they stay in the same class, you think they go to different schools, right? If, if Cooper, he's about six months older than, than the boozers. Uh, if he reclasses into 24, then you could possibly have him in one class and, Cam and Caden in another class. So that would be the best thing for Shire and for Duke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it differently. Um, but would you want to have somebody like on your level on the other side of the court? So it makes your life a little bit easier versus, oh, I want to go somewhere where I'm not competing, I guess, uh, 
or back of, you know, lack of better words, whatever. It, it's, I don't know. I feel like it'll, it'd be easier to kind of play along somebody who is the same line as you. Kind of like, you know, how, um, what was it, a couple of years ago? It was, you know, Harry Giles and uh, it was Jason Taylor. Weren't they like yeah. one and two? Yep. Yeah. Same class. Yeah, same class and everything. So unfortunately, you know, Harry being kind of being hurt and everything, but I would think that it would be a little bit easier to kind of play with somebody that, you know, I can be three, four, four, five, whatever the case may be. And we can kind of play off each other where I know you can't double team me because you got this guy right here and they can't double team him because I got me right here. So it, I don't know, it just makes more sense that you can play with each other and make your lives easier and y'all can kind of showcase what y'all can do together. Well, that's what Flip and Lively did last year. I mean, they yeah, came in, yeah. uh, they talked about it as during the recruiting process, they wanted to play together. Mm-hmm. And then we all thought, thought, oh my God, two seven footers are coming in. How's this going to work? One's going to want to play, you know, uh, and then they, they had it worked out, man. They were ready to play. And, and Derek, you know, obviously didn't assert himself offensively because he knew he wanted flip to get the shots. He was going to take care of, you know, blocking and, and, and uh, getting rebounds and everything else. And he was good with that role. Yeah, and so yeah. it depends upon the people. Yeah. And that, that certainly yeah. worked out last year for sure with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Lively's on to the Mavericks now. So we'll, we'll see how he does there. Um, I will say, uh, you know, the non-conference schedule has come out now. They've finalized it. We talked a little bit about it on our last episode because some of the games we kind of knew were going to happen. But, you know, Duke's going to Arkansas in the SEC uh, thing. Um, they're opening with Dartmouth, and they play four nights later, Arizona on a Friday night at Cameron, November the 10th. Uh, it's going to be a fun night, uh, early season. Caleb Love now plays for Arizona. Um, Steve Robinson is an assistant coach for Arizona. Uh, former UNC assistant. He, um, it was weird to see him walking around the peach jam in like Arizona gear, like, you know, but uh, there he was. So a couple of homecomings there. That'll be, a, that'll be a big night in Cameron, man. It'll be a big night. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, the history of Arizona, you know, that right there kind of speaks for itself. It was, I was very interested to see, um, cause I saw something about they have an open practice in Chicago. Was yes. It, was it, it's coming up next kinda, week. Yeah. That's, that's pretty new too. Cause I mean, it's brand I, new. I didn't know anything about that. And I'm like, how does that actually work? And I forgot to ask about that when I was actually in uh, Vegas, but I'm like, you know, it's basically just an open scrimmage, you know, yeah. and, you know, I guess John's hometown too. So I mean, it that's, is. A, <laughs> uh, that's a reason as well too. So, but yeah, it's, I was kind of thinking about that and I saw that I'm like, huh, that's, that's different. I'm not sure if that's like, you know, the new wave, what people are doing now or what. It is. And it's, um, it, NIL is involved. Uh, you can, I know part of it, you know, Boosters can pay or whoever can pay. It's $2,500 you pay. And then you get like to have dinner and get special, you know, time with the athletes and the coaches, um, uh, that kind of thing. So, but there's an NIL component to this, you know, guys can make money signing autographs and all that kind of stuff now. So ah, that changes okay. it around. Okay, uh, it's okay, not just okay. the open practice. There's a couple of things going on in Chicago. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Which is all, all part of the rules now, man. You can do it all. So, <laughs> all right, all right, a lot different, a lot different. Okay. Yeah, man. So uh, they, uh, I know Chicago. They talked about maybe they could they could do one in, in New York next year because there's so many Duke fans in New York City. Uh, then that'd be a big thing for NIL too. You know, with with marketing and everything. Or I don't know if they want to take one to Vegas or LA or whatever. But it's all all that's possible now. Um, so yeah, that's neat. That's, they're calling that Run Three One Two, which is the you know the area code for Chicago. So. Um, it's okay. kind of a neat event. Uh, I am not, 
I'm not coming off the hip $2,500 to go to that myself. Um, <laughs> I will be, uh, I will be at next week at uh, football, actually, uh, ACC okay. football, getting ready for that. So, but uh, well, yeah, I mean, that's it. Doesn't really apply to you because you, you see these guys all the time. So it doesn't, really I do. Yeah. I'm certainly not going to pay $2,500 <laughs> to talk to those guys. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, no, that, that's, that is a new event. It's kind of cool. It's uh, and, and as John said, it gives them a chance to early on in their, in their process of growing as a team, take a road trip, you know, see what it's like to travel, get on a plane together, go somewhere, go to a hotel. It'll be like a walkthrough for our road game. Yeah. And see if you like your, your roommate. Yes. What, <laughs> or if you want to request another roommate after the trip. That Make sure you get the so, right yeah. seat on the plane, right? You know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't want to sit next to that joker. He right, can go in the right. back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be that'll be good stuff. Um, speaking of team building and and the way they're doing this, uh talking to the guys last week uh, at the practice I went to and uh, some of us were at, it's so and it's so different. It's the opposite of last year. Last year they only had like two guys back, right? Uh, Blake's and Roach last year. And this year, everybody's back except for just the four freshmen. Um, you know, you, you didn't you lost a few guys, but basically your top all, four starters, all that kind of stuff. And it's so different. And Ryan Young, you talk about his podcast, which has been really good so far. Um, I talked to him too. And he said, you know, last year it took them maybe 10 games into the season before they really felt comfortable. And they didn't talk about it at the time, you know, you're just trying to move on and push through. But now looking back, he realizes, you know, uh, when you don't have guys you played with before, it takes time to, to get used to people's games and everything. And uh, he goes, this year, we're already there. We already know everybody. So, so those early season games, we talked about Arizona. We talked about Michigan state and the champions. Those are two of the first three games. That's those, that's them. They're going to be challenged quick. So it's, they sound like they're going to be ready for those challenges. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping so. I mean, that's one of the better things about having a veteran team because you already got guys that you already know and how to react in certain situations when the game's on the line or you got to dig yourself out of a hole or some certain guys are not playing well. You know how to kind of get them out of that funk and, you know, that type thing. But, you know, when you have young guys, like how basketball's going, and a lot of guys are younger and younger with every program. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of there's a lot of uh, guys that are that's been there and that knows what to do and what what to say. And even with Ryan, I mean, you just say like you know, taking ten games. You know, I'm sure he came in like I, I can't be that guy who thinks he knows it all because I'm the oldest on the team or I played in the Big Ten and you know I know you know woot woot this whatever. So uh, I'm sure he's like, no, what? Let me take a step back. Let me kind of see how certain guys are because one, we are young, um, and two. I am new to the team, so I don't want to be brushed off or dismissed, and I can't say nothing for the rest of the year because, you know, I, I approached it, you know, wrong. So I'm sure it's a lot different and a lot more I – th- I think people are probably more happy, well, going into the season because everybody knows each other outside yeah. of the freshman and yeah. is more enjoyable uh, how they kind of like, you know, oh, here we go again with – Coach Will and this, or you know, here we go again with this kind of drill, you know, that type thing. Otherwise, yeah, it'd be like, oh, what's up for today? You know, what are we going to go through and kind of go from there? You know, everybody yeah. kind of knows what's going on and kind of get each other through it. So, but I, I would like to see. I saw on Instagram that uh, they had like a a forum for not too long ago. It was like the vets versus like the rookies. Yeah, I, I would like to have seen you know how that game went and <laughs> how everybody played with that. Uh, 
yeah, it's funny you say four on four because it, it, when I was when we were talking to John a couple of weeks ago, at that point there was no Mitchell, no Flip, no Roach. Um, uh, Jamin Blake's was Jalen Blake's was in uh, D.C. at the ACC Unity event where they brought athletes from all the schools and uh, they went to the African American Museum and and and, and um, it was a you know off the court event for all students athletes. Anyway, so. They can only play four on four because they didn't have enough players to play five on five. <laughs> That's where I was going with that. Okay. But, anyway. okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but now they, they'd be ready to play five on five pretty soon. I think so. So they're, they're getting there, but yeah, um, there's, there's some battles going on this summer because even though they are four starters back, um, you know, people are battling for their roles, man. We, like I said, we don't know. Will foster start, you know, and that other guard spot will, can TJ Power, the freshman, come in and show that he can be that big three? You know, he's like six eight, and he's he's thicker than I thought he was too. He looks pretty good. Um, you know, that's that's a, there's a spot available, there's a starting spot available, and then you start filling in the bench roles, and uh, and boy, you know, it's, it's exciting times for these guys right away as soon as they got on campus. Yeah, I mean. It's only July right now, so it's it's, 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 a, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. So I I, just, I can't wait. I mean, I'm excited. Um, especially I call this kind of a dead period because once summer league is over, with, there's not really you know too much sports going on until the NFL yeah. starts up and uh, up again. But yeah. and I'm not a big baseball fan, so it's like all right, I get a little taste here and there about basketball. I'm like, all right, can we can we get this uh next you know couple months rolling so we can actually get right into the season. You know that type of thing, but um, it's it's I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I think this year this year is gonna be, um, if we stay healthy, I think it's gonna be a pretty good year for us. And I want to see how John takes a another step up from he did his first year. Well, because you think I'm gonna mention last year again one more time as as, as it relates to this year, if it really did take them about ten or eleven games, like like Ryan said, to really feel who they were as a team. Think about the games last year that they they were leading Kansas in the Champions Classic. About five minutes ago, it was it was a nip and tuck game, and then Kansas scored down the stretch and won. Right, they they won, they pulled out the win. Uh, then Duke went up against Purdue in in out in Portland, a great team, and they really got ran off the court. Uh, and then lost that game at Wake Forest right before Christmas. Um, again, a road game, so you could see now where there was some, you know, they weren't really together yet, right? I mean, you could see the the fractures that may have been there as they were trying to get used to each other. So this year, now I want to see, you know, when they play Arizona, when they play Michigan State, we should see a different team. I mean, we can say that right now. I know it's July. They're just practicing four on four. But they, yeah, yeah. we should see a different <laughs> team at the start of the year, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, uh, I don't know. The image, when you was talking about that, the image well, came in my mind. It was like Coach K, and uh, when he comes into uh, the locker room, he rolls up his sleeve on both sides and like, all right, it's time to go to work. It's time to, you know, that's what you know, kind of get us into it. And that's <laughs> the image that kind of came in my mind. You started talking about that, like, no, we know what to, what to expect now. So there's no, you know, how are we going to, uh, you know, tiptoe around it. We're going to go right into it. We're going to bring our lunch, uh, lunch pails and we're going to go yeah. right at them. And I, I, I just feel like, you know, with this, this team and this era of basketball, you don't get a chance to get a lot of, I say veterans thing. I mean, they're only sophomores, but right. I say veteran team. Yeah, <laughs> we, we don't we don't get this now. You know that you know too much. Uh, you know nowadays. So I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. The target's going to be on Duke's back. It always is. It always this year is, even yeah. more because they're going to be one or two. They'll be top five for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Many yeah. people are going to have number one going in, and so again, that 
Uh, they won all 16 games at home last year, have an opener with Dartmouth this year, and then Arizona, that second game, right away. That streak's on the line, right? Right into it, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right, well, thanks, everybody, for this summer up this. I hope this summer update helped everybody get caught up on what's going on with the team. Um, well, Sheldon and I will get together again uh, uh, in a few weeks here um, as, as more things develop, and, uh, you know, who knows, maybe they'll – Fill out the coaching staff. They got one more co- hire to go there. Uh, I know John's talking to people inside and outside the brotherhood. So he likes what's happened with Jay Lucas, right? So we'll see if he goes outside for the other hire to actually replace a meal because Will's job is not, you know, filling for a meal. He's more in one of those new, those new roles. Right. So um, uh, we'll see, we'll see what he does with that job. It's going to be important for this team, but anyway, we appreciate bet online for sponsoring uh, this believe in Duke podcast. We uh, Sheldon and I enjoy bringing it to you guys. We appreciate all the listeners. Sheldon, um, stay cool, buddy. It's uh I'm gonna try. <laughs> you're not in Vegas, right? So it's less than I'm not in Vegas. I'm not in Vegas, so it's just more humidity I gotta deal with, but I'm not in Vegas, so I'm not, no more complaining. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, man. All right, everybody. Uh that's it for this edition, and we'll join you all next time. Take care. All right. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.